be nice if people just assumed that everyone was fucked up? Because they are. Wouldn't it be nice if people could just admit they're fucked up? Because the thing is, if everyone admitted they were fucked up and we didn't have these stigmas on mental health, more people would get the proper help they need. Why the fuck? Why the fuck do we do this to ourselves? I was uh, out walking around a park um, in my hometown. And uh, the park has a nursing home on it. It's got some government buildings and shit different, like, local government offices, like county government shit. And the complex used to be a mental hospital, or as they liked to call it back then, an insane asylum. And um, if you walk out in the woods far enough back there, if you go all the way back to the property line on the edge of the woods, there's a little corner cleared out from the woods, and there's a cemetery out there. And uh, we used to go out there as kids, and just because we thought it was weird, just this weird old cemetery kind of hidden back in the woods that nobody really knew about. And it was strange because it wasn't very well kept up, like it was mowed, but that was about it. And all the grave markers were like the little in-ground markers, the flat ones, and all they had was Roman numerals. There was no names on them, nothing, just just basically one step short of being unmarked graves. And, um, and to this day, a lot of the graves are sunken in, uh, from like the coffins rotting and stuff. You could see the old-timey coffin shape in, in a couple of the places. There's like a divot there. Um, I've laid in those before, so are my stupid buddies. Um, I'm not going to lie, last time I was out there, I laid in one of the, the graves and... Uh, it was weird. I got a weird energy off of it. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't know what to think. <laughs> so I, I I got out of there. And then I did a little dark art ritual and then got the fuck out of there. But, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, the last time I was out there, they actually put up a plaque or not a plaque, like a little stone monument sort of thing. With uh, with all the Roman numer- numerals and the actual people's names, and then their dates of death and birth, and all the people out there had died in between the nineteen thirties and forties, and there was a terrible stigma at that point. There always, oh, there always was against mental health at that point, and I just sat there and I, I was sad. I, 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 it was, it was a very moving thing sitting there reading the names, the actual fucking names of these people. They were real people with real problems who undoubtedly died in really horrible ways. Because it said, um, the little monument said, in memory of those who died within our care or who have passed within our care or something like that, or those we have lost while in our care. I'm like, yeah, you're probably like chaining them up in the basement, like electrocuting them and shit, because that's what they fucking did. Like, like shock therapy was a real thing. I knew I had a friend who tore down the old building when when they are, were rebuilding shit. That was one of the old original buildings, and I I guess there was like areas in the basement and stuff that were kind of shut off from everyone that nobody went down there, and there were still like chains on the walls. There were straight jackets like just kind of laying in a pile in the corner and shit. 
It's fucked up. Why the fuck do we have this stigma against mental health? Mental health is just as real as physical health. And you need both. We need both. You need a balance of both physical and mental health because physical health helps you mental health and vice versa. Well, maybe not so much vice versa, but Bobby Fischer, the famous mysteriously disappeared chess champion who I suspect just probably changed timelines or some shit because he probably figured it out. Because I think I believe in that shit now. I think I've done it on accident while tripping and shit. But anyway, that's a whole different thing than what I'm talking about. It's really weird, though, because I swear I have memories of shit that happened to people like you don't happen. One time somebody's eye colors was different. She's a good friend of mine, and all of a sudden I'm like, you have blue eyes. And she was like, no, they're kind of hazily... It freaked me out because in the dark lighting, it looked like she had brown eyes. And I was like, whoa, you never had dark eyes before. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? And she's looking at me like, dude, my eyes have always been this color. I'm just like, are you sure? I distinctly remember you having blue fucking eyes. Strange. Strange stuff. <laughs> anyway... Enough of that crazy nonsense that I don't think is really that crazy. But anyway, we're talking about stigmas of mental health. But yeah, if a person was deemed crazy back in the day, you get locked up and basically tortured. If you act crazy enough these days, you either get highly medicated or or you get basically locked up in what is a pretty loose jail for a while unless you're really bad then you then you get you get locked in that building that looks like a prison and you don't want to you don't want to be there yeah that that's a bad place the the other the other places are fairly tolerable and and they don't really leave you in those forever so you can just kind of eat good food and get the fuck out because i don't know it seems like mental hospitals have good food from what i hear um I've I've heard and I I haven't been in one. I don't want you to think I've been in one. I've been pretty goddamn close to getting myself locked up in one a few different times. Um and I'm not saying it's not ever going to happen, but I I I'm try I tried to not make it happen and so far so good. I don't know. I am good at talking to cops and shit though. I can I I am white though, so that has a lot to do with it. There's a lot of shit I would have got away with if I wasn't white, but there's a lot of shit with cops where I got would have gotten fucked up if I wasn't white. Just with the way I was being disrespectful to the cops when I was young. I'm sorry, but when I'm you're a 17-year-old kid and a cop comes flying up and almost hits your car and then another cop comes flying up and almost hits your car from behind, like you in some movie when they're catching a criminal or some fucking bullshit or one of those cop propaganda TV shows where they make the cops all look so goddamn good. I mean, I'm not going to say all cops are bastards, but most of them are. MCAB, motherfuckers, MCAB. <laughs> you can't really say an absolute about every group of people, but... Cops can be fucked. Fuck them all in the ass with broomsticks. That's what I say. No. <laughs> I don't condone fucking cops in the ass with broomsticks unless uh, they deserve it. Jeffrey Dahmer, everybody. Every, everyone deserves a broomstick up the ass once in a while, probably. <laughs> I 
<laughs> whether or not they like it. I don't know. What am I talking about? Fucking shit. I'm going to get myself in trouble like Joe Rogan, not really. I'm just Joe Rogan with hair, and I say less dumb shit and less people care about the dumb shit I say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, hi, I'm Joe Rogan with hair. I do I'm bad I do some martial arts and um and and, and I I like scientists talk talking to scientists and shit <laughs> I kind of am Joe Rogan in certain ways it's fucking hilarious I I do I I I have a fondness for martial arts I I, uh, I, I I do like biological hacking shit where I take different supplements and drugs to enhance like biological things. Uh, I have an interest in a lot of science and stuff. And even though I'm a fucking dumbass, I can I can talk to some really fucking intelligent people who some of them need to come on here. Actually, a lot of them need to come on here, which I am working on that. So stay tuned someday, whenever the fuck that may be soon ish. That's going to start. Um, guests, Delangus cast guests are in the works. That's what I'm saying. But, um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm tall. I'm a lot fucking taller than Joe Rogan. He's a short guy. I'm like six foot. I'm like six foot and 250 pounds. And I know how to use my hands and feet as weapons. And, uh, dudes used to start fights with me in the bars in my hometown. And they it never ended well for them for some reason. It's just strange. Eventually, I learned that it wasn't worth fighting these motherfuckers. It wasn't worth possibly going to jail for them. I was smarter about bar fights than my cousin was. He wound up in jail. He didn't. My thing was I would just, I, I, I would try to just knock the fucker out in like one or two hits and then leave. Sometimes all you needed was one good hit and they stumble and fall down. They're not knocked out, but they're disoriented because you just do a palm butt to the uh, temple. Um, you do a palm butt to the temple, you do a palm butt so you don't break your hand. You don't want to break your fucking hand. Don't punch somebody in the head with your bare fist. That's just stupid. So you do a palm butt. It looks goofy, but it, it fucking works. And you palm butt to the temple. You probably won't actually hit the temple, but anywhere on the side of the head will make them very disoriented for at least a couple minutes. So you do that, and then that's what I do. I just palm butt to the side of the head, and then I leave before the cops came. I don't know. One time I blacked out. This is when I was trying to get my drinking under control. This dude threw a half-empty beer can at my head, or in my face for no fucking reason, and then got in my face. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Next thing I know, I threw him headfirst in the wall. He's trying to hit me. I keep slamming him down on the floor. And then, uh, and then eventually I got, like, after I threw him into the wall and slammed him on the floor one last time, I said, are you about ready to fucking quit this bullshit? And he just goes, I'm just getting started. And like, whatever, dude, fuck off, you piece of shit. Why do you have to prove yourself that way to people? Like, fuck you. You shouldn't have to prove yourself to anybody in any way. You really shouldn't. You shouldn't have to fucking do it. If, you, if you're not insecure, you don't have to prove anything. And also, the world doesn't fucking owe anybody shit. We're all just existing here. Honestly, we owe the world shit. We owe the earth to take better care of it. The earth will be here long, long after we fucking destroy ourselves as a species. But, god 
damn it, have some respect for your home. You don't trash your house like that. Or, well, some people do, though. Some people who are not mentally healthy trash their own house. So are we just mentally unhealthy as a species? Or maybe humans, maybe we're just at that point of our evolution where we're just kind of the stupid teenagers. I suspect that's it. We're just kind of the stupid teenager stage of evolution. We just, we have these primitive brains that aren't wired for the capabilities of living in modern society. And yet here we are and everything's getting more and more modern faster and faster. No wonder we're fucked up. No wonder my generation, the millennials are fucked up. And the Z's and the well, the X Generation X got fucked up, kind of got fucked up in certain ways too. Everybody was fucked up though. It wasn't until like Generation X when people started to admit they were fucked up. My generation were like, eh, maybe we should go to like see some therapists and some psychiatrists and shit. I'm working on seeing a psychiatrist. There's no shame in that. Why the fuck was I embarrassed about that shit? Why the fuck is my friend embarrassed that when he has to go to his therapist, he just tells people he has a doctor's appointment? There's nothing wrong with sorting out your fucking mental health. I put it off way too long. Way too fucking long. Thank fuck my sister kind of helped me out with shit because I, I, I was just overwhelmed. and I was having similar problems as her and she's just like, dude, here, call my psychiatrist's office. You don't need a therapist or whatever. You need a psychiatrist. You need a brain doctor. I'm going to check up. I, I had fucking surgery and shit, you know? There's a lot of weird mental shit that goes on with the gnarly surgery because I had, if you haven't listened to the Brain Surgery Saga episodes, I highly recommend going back, listening to the all four of the Brain Surgery Saga ep- episodes. There's technically five. There's one that I call the prelude, but just go Brain Surgery 1 through 4. I think it's episodes 11 through 15. Er, wait, that's five episodes. 11 through 14. 11, 12, 13, yeah, that's four. I think it's episodes number 11 through 14 are the brain surgery saga episodes. And in those episodes, I tell the whole story about my brain surgery shit. About having a tumor removed from my brain stem. And there's a lot of mental shit that goes along with that that they don't warn you about. They should seriously set you up with a fucking psychiatrist and shit after you get out of a surgery like that. You don't come out the same person necessarily as you did as you went in. You kind of go uh, go to war with yourself in a way. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like people who go to war don't come back the same. And if you do, you're probably a psychopath. At which case, I'm glad you're on my side and not the other. <laughs> I don't know. The military tried to recruit me. I was um, I was an athletic kid, and I was a middle-of-the-road student, so that's what they wanted. Um, I was like prime recruitment material for the Army. Problem was is I don't like being told what to do. I question everything. 
absolutely fucking everything. Especially if you have any kind of authority over me, I'm going to question the fuck out of you. And the military doesn't want you to question them. They want you to follow orders with no question. I'm not going to fucking do that. I, I could get through it. I have a warrior instinct. I would fight in a war if I believed in the cause. But the thing was, when I graduated high school, the Iraq War started. The year that I graduated, 2003. And I knew I was going to automatically get sent to Iraq. I'm not going to fucking do that. I wasn't going to go die halfway across the world fighting some fucking war that I don't agree with at all. Because I was following it. Fucking shit. I used, one time I messed with the army recruiters. I told them to come over to my house at a certain day. And then I forgot I told them. So they come to the door. And they start ringing the doorbell. And I just start making a weird ruckus in the house. Just banging shit around. Making weird like. Blah, 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 noises and shit. Just super loud as fuck. And then, like, they ring, they keep ringing the doorbell because they hear shit going on in the house. And then eventually, I just fucking go out the back door. And uh, the house I grew up in was on a corner. So I went out the back door and around the garage, like, around the corner where they can't see me from the front porch. So I just look like I was walking down the street. And then I just walk up on the porch, like, talking to the army recruiters, like, Oh, I don't know if you want that guy. He's fucking crazy. He's like crazy in a bad way, though. Not the kind of crazy you guys want. Like, he'll kill people, but he'll just kill all the people. And there's all this crazy shit. And, his, his, and these recruiters are like, who the fuck are you? And we were hearing some really weird shit inside. And they never fucking came back. They never called again. They not... <laughs> I got rid of those fuckers. <laughs> oh i kind of forgot that i did that i've always been like this holy shit i was like 18 years old god damn that fucking funny so fucking funny there's actually a guy i knew he was uh discharged from the military I actually saw him recently. Um, he looks like he's doing all right. And uh, he joined the military some point after high school. And um, he just said a lot of fucked up things to his recruiter. They're asking him what he wanted to do and this and that. And he just goes, I want to kill people. Just I don't think he was serious, but he was just... The dude liked to be intense. And the guy's like, oh yeah, but what about computer programming? Uh, mechanic, da da da. And he's like, Nope, I just want to kill people. And then eventually the dude just goes, Okay, infantry it is. And when he went to boot camp, he like took a fuckload of knives with him. Just because he thought it'd be funny, because he knew they would take them away from him. And he managed to keep one of the knives somehow. He had it hidden well enough for something, or they just got overwhelmed by all the other fucking knives he had. The dude had like 20 some knives on his person when he went to boot camp or something fucking crazy like that. This dude was, he was crazy, but like, he, he was, he did it to mess with people though. He just want, he just thought it was funny to make people think he was some sort of fucking psychopath. 
Eventually, he got dishonorably discharged because he pulled his knife on a drill instructor who was sounded like being super shitty. Honestly, in that situation, I feel like if I would have had a knife on me and that motherfucker was getting in my face berating me, I would have pulled a knife on him too. No, just being honest. So, then eventually, this is down in Texas or some shit. He gets discharged. He goes AWOL in Texas. They're looking for him in Texas. He comes back up to Wisconsin. And um, and then, for some reason, the uh, the local sheriff were looking for him, too, because of some fucking, I don't know. I don't know. It had something connected to do with the Army shit, because the Army was looking for him, but he wasn't back to Wisconsin yet, and he had some warrants for some fucking dumb bullshit. I don't know, one of the last times I really remember seeing him, my my buddy was tripping on acid, and we were at Country Kitchen late at night. Um, There's a whole group of us, and we didn't know my buddy was tripping on acid. He didn't fucking tell us. He wasn't really acting weird yet, probably because the acid didn't kick in yet. It takes a while. And I realized my buddy on the acid is doing some really weird shit. Like, he's just concentrating way too hard on picking up his glass of water and taking a drink and setting it back down. And then he's, like, staring at the booth. Because the booth had, like, these floral patterns. And he said that the floral patterns on the booths and the carpet were all doing weird things. And, yeah, he was just tripping the fuck out and probably shouldn't have been around people, but he was. And then at one point he was just mixing, I don't know if you've you've done LSD or not, but when you do LSD, it happens with mushrooms and shit too, where you can get to a point where you see like very clear detail in everything all the time. And uh, he was at that point, and he was just mixing, like, the little the little uh, sauce-dipping cup things. And he had one of those sauce-dipper cup things, those little black cups that Country Kitchen had, or has, I don't know. I haven't been to a Country Kitchen in fucking years. I don't even know if they exist still or not. And he was just mixing all, like, he had, like, ranch dressing, barbecue sauce, ketchup, mustard, just all these condiments and shit. He was putting milk in there, and he was swirling around. Like, he could really see the swirls, and he said it was relaxing. It was super relaxing just watching all the swirls because he could see the detail, the great detail of all these little swirls, right? So he's doing that. And then my drunk ass yanks it out of his nice little moment and downs it because my other buddy was like, I bet you can't drink that and keep it down. Because this was a game we used to play. I have a strong stomach so I can eat some really gross shit and I will not throw up. It's very difficult to get me to throw up that way. Um, so I can stomach a lot. So I just go, easy. Uh, and then I do that, but then it starts to make me kind of uh, a little bit because it was really gross and I ate a shitload of food. So like, it's just kind of uh, like a little kind of spit up a bit. A little bit of puke comes out onto my empty plate that I just demolished all the food annihilated it, whatever, made it into poop. The restaurant industry is the future poop industry. Think about that. Grocery stores are the future poop industry. Farms 
are the beginning of the future poop industry. There's just fields of future shit everywhere. Everywhere. People say the circle of life revolves around sex. It revolves around shit. Because you die, right? Okay? We're organic matter. We die. If we die a natural death and, and get just left out in the woods or whatever, like on a body farm, I don't know, whatever. Maybe you just die out in the woods and you just get left out there and you decompose in a natural way. That'd be nice. Just throw me in the woods. Don't fucking spend a bunch of money on a casket or some fucking shit. Don't fucking do that. Just either cremate me or just throw my body out in the woods somewhere and leave me. Let the animals eat me. Let me rot. Let me turn into dirt. Let me let my body feed the earth. Fuck. I should do a shroud burial, actually. That that would be nice. Just dig a hole, wrap me in a shroud, throw me in. Or, or do a cremation, you know? Like do do like a put me in a pyre. Do that. Fucking burn my dead-ass body on a pyre like a fucking barbarian Viking and do my funeral that way. That would be rad. I don't know. No, I don't plan on dying anytime soon. A giant fucking barn owl in purgatory told me that I wouldn't, so... Told me I'd live to be a very old man, so... There's that. That's also in the Brain Surgery Saga episodes. I think I explained some of the trippy shit that I experienced in episode two or three of the brain surgery saga. So that'd be like episode 12 or 13. I don't know. What was I talking about? I'm going all over the goddamn place here. So my buddy is tripping on acid in country kitchen and I fuck up his nice little moment. He freaks out. It was just too much for him to handle me ripping the cup out of his nice moment and then puking on my plate. He runs in the bathroom. He doesn't want to be in the closed bathroom. He So we just see him run in the bathroom. And they run straight out of the bathroom. Or just full sprints out the front door. And he proceeds to puke all over the sidewalk on the front door. And then um, one of the cooks came out. He was this punk guy named Brandon. I don't know whatever happened to him. Me and him was supposed to start a band or some shit. But I don't know what the fuck ever happened to that guy. And he, this Brandon dude worked in the kitchen there and he comes out hosing down the sidewalk and I, my buddy's like apologizing to him for puking out front and shit. And this Brandon dude goes, seriously, dude, I do not give a fuck right now. I was so sick of being in that goddamn kitchen. I'm just super happy. I have an excuse to get out of the kitchen right now and I am going to milk it. I'm going to take as long as I can to hose this puke off this sidewalk. Because I don't give a fuck and I did not want to be in that kitchen anymore today. <laughs> so, um, after all that, my buddy, he went around back and we had to go find him. And he's just sitting by the dumpster, like, freaking the fuck out. Because you're on fucking acid, you idiot. Tell people when you're on acid, you fuck. Especially when you go out in public with people. Who the fuck goes out in public with people tripping on acid and then not tell the people you're going in public with that you're tripping on acid? I don't know about anybody else, but when I'm on any fucking psychedelic, I'm telling everybody I'm tripping all the time. It's fucking ridiculous. 
so anyway, he's kind of sitting there, and then we see this dude I was talking about from the army. And my buddy sees the arm the army guy. And we didn't know he was back from the army yet at that point. We thought he was still in the army. This is when he was still AWOL. And all of a sudden my buddy goes, Hey, 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 you. And he starts calling his name out to him, the army dude. My buddy's calling the army dude's name out to him. And the army dude's just kind of like looking at him like, What the fuck? I just uh, I'm not whatever. And then he just scurries out like 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 he's all scared of him, scurried off in the night. <laughs> but yeah, that was just my little story I reminded of the army dude. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. What's the moral of this story? I'm not cut from the military. Uh don't do psychedelics in public, and if you do, tell your goddamn friends what's up. So they can help you when you're freaking out. And um, take care of your health. Take care of your fucking health. Take care of your goddamn physical health. And also, probably more importantly, your, your, your mental health. Your physical health helps your mental health. So do both. Don't let me tell you what to do, but I'm just strongly suggesting. Anyway, I'm going to keep this a shorter episode. I don't know how long I've been talking, but I, I just want to get more episodes out. Um, I've, I've been slacking a little bit. I've been dealing with depression and shit. Um, seems to be manageable right now um, with uh, microdosing the mushrooms and whatnot. So that helps tons. And um, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to go three weeks without doing an episode if I can help it. And that's happened a few times recently, and I just, and if it does happen again, maybe I'll just have a whole shitload of episodes out while people, you know, you can catch up. And then during those three weeks, you won't even notice it's been three weeks or some shit. I don't know. I know there's a bunch of people that subscribe to me and stuff out there, and some of y'all are listening. Oh, shit. I'm talking to my southern friends too much. I said y'all instead of all ya. Has anybody ever noticed in the United States that southern people say y'all, but northern people say all ya? I say all ya. But anyway, I know all ya are, uh, there's some all ya out there that uh, um, listen right away because um, you're subscribed. And thank you very much. Um, if anyone hasn't, I think I'm going to do a Patreon to uh, start funding my YouTube channel and maybe some other projects. Um, I want to do a real cheap monthly thing, maybe just five bucks a month. Just only do one tier for five bucks a month. Um, I I was thinking about maybe doing some bonus podcasts, um, um, maybe some goofy videos, um, subscribe to my OnlyFans. That helps too. (laughs) That's that's not Patreon though. Um, (laughs) I do have an OnlyFans page. Uh, And I don't make money on it because OnlyFans doesn't allow blood fetish shit, apparently. Um, Even though I used fake blood. Fucking kink shamers. Pieces of shit. (laughs) Uh, um, Anyway, um, if you just want, if you have any ideas for the Patreon, or if you just have any feedback in general, if you want to get a hold of me at any time, Email me at delangus at gmail.com. And, um, yeah. I appreciate you all listening. And, um, 
If you like it, tell your friends. See if they listen. And if you don't like it, tell your enemies. And see if they listen. I don't know. Might as well see how far this thing can go. Alright. I'm going to call it there. It's the end of the episode. Fade in the outro music. There we go. Until next time, good luck and God's peace.